the Start Your Own Business podcast. Hear inspiring startup stories and get reliable expert advice on how to start your business and get off to the best possible start. Brought to you by Startup Donut, helping small businesses succeed. Hello, I'm Chloe Thomas, your host, and in this episode, we'll be looking at how to increase your open rates and boost your click-throughs. Yes, it's email marketing time. Email marketing expert Laura Hanlon of Birmingham-based agency Pink Leopard is here to help you take your email marketing to the next level. She's sharing her top email marketing tips for startups and small businesses, including how to grow your list, the technology you should be using, and what your content, what you're sending should be over the coming months. Now, before we meet our guests, do find out about the show's sponsors, Dell Technologies, and how their technology solutions could help your business to become more productive, efficient, secure, and successful. This series of the Start Your Own Business podcast is brought to you by Startup Donut in association with Dell Technologies. Did you know you can get even more out of Startup Donut with new exclusive benefits from Dell Technologies? Dell for Startups provides key solutions to help set up your startup for success, including exclusive member pricing and a dedicated technology advisor who will get to know the needs and goals of your business. Advisors will deliver customised, scalable solutions for rapid tech enablement with top business class PCs and accessories. Join now for valuable resources that will help your business get growing. Visit dell.com forward slash UK startups to join today. It's time to meet our startup expert, Laura Hanlon. Hello, Laura. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's excellent to have you here to talk about a subject close to my heart and that can make a huge difference to a startup business's success. So let's start off with the why. In an age where social media marketing is so dominant and it seems to be all we ever hear about, is there still a place for email marketing in the marketing mix of a startup business? Yeah, 100%. And I think email is so underestimated. So it's important for a number number of reasons. So first and foremost, it actually drives a much bigger return on investment than social media does. So for every dollar that you invest, this is a statistic, for every dollar that you invest, you generate $44 back. Um, So that's far more than you kind of ever will do with social media marketing. And secondly, it's really important now more than ever to have an omni-channel approach. And when I say omni-channel, I mean the market across lots of different channels. So not just having a presence on social media, um, but also having a presence on email as well. Email, there's no better channel for retention marketing as there is with email. So while social media is really great for acquiring new customers, email is vital to be able to continue to market to those customers to increase your lifetime value and to get them to keep purchasing from you, essentially. So I'd say... Yeah, 100% it's to be added into your marketing mix. And the, the great thing about email as well is if we've, if we've got a good offer and we can get those email signups, we can use it for acquisition as well, can't we? If we're, mm-hmm. if we're getting people to sign up to our list in the first place, we can now then convince them to buy for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where you would have your flows in place. So if somebody signs up to your email list, you can actually have a sequence of emails, say, five emails that are triggered when somebody signs up to your list that 
essentially gives value, tells them more about your business and what it is that you have to offer and just kind of educates them a little bit, really. And then hopefully they'll, um, you know, convert into whichever way you want them to do, whether it's you're running a product business or a service business. So, yeah, automated flows are vital to, to to set up essentially for your business. Let's get into the nitty gritty of how we how we take those first steps with the email marketing. So what sort of tools might we want to use? Because using our own Gmail or mm-hmm. our own Outlook account is a bad idea, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, there's there's lots of lots of different tools, softwares on the market that you can that you can use for your email marketing. So we definitely wouldn't say sending it from your own Gmail account or your own Hotmail account because you need a CRM system essentially that's going to store all of your database and allow you to set up flows like I've just discussed and also to set um, to send out email to your entire list whether that's on a weekly or, or monthly basis. There are so many tools out there that you can use. You know, you've got the likes of, of MailChimp, which is quite a, a good starting point and something we actually use at Pink Leopard just to send out quite basic emails weekly all the way up to kind of software like Clavio that has kind of got all the bells and whistles. They allow you to segment your list. They allow you to do so much more in terms of customization. We use that a lot for our e-commerce businesses that we work with because of all the bells and whistles that it offers. But starting out, you really just need something quite basic. And, and a lot of the times these tools can be free, like MailChimp. Up to a certain level of subscribers, they're completely free. So definitely worth um, yeah, looking into what suits your business, really. It's got to suit your your needs and your level of expert, expertise when it comes to email marketing as well. But definitely possible to do it. As you mentioned earlier, fantastic ROI on email because the software is really cheap and it saves you an awful lot of time and effort. And one of those areas it saves you time and effort in is the legal side of it, which I'm sure many of the listeners will have heard of GDPR. And if you're on the right tools, the GDPR becomes a lot easier doesn't it? As in they, you know, they take care of the unsubscribes for you and various other other bits that you have to worry about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's really important because I think with yeah, with a lot of the tools, they won't let you email out to people who have well haven't subscribed in the first place or the people that do unsubscribe. It's so it's vital to A, make sure that people have subscribed to your list, um, B, that you're not just well, just be careful if you're manually uploading people into your database because they do have to be subscribed. You might have to have an extra step that ensures that they subscribe if you are adding lists to your database. And also just never, ever send out an email without an unsubscription link. That's a definite no-no because people like to subscribe, but it's also, well, it happens to me all the time. It's so frustrating if you can't unsubscribe to an email that, well, you don't sometimes even remember subscribing to, but that's definitely imperative when it comes to the legal kind of side of email. And we both want to be making sure that people are receiving our emails have signed up to them for the legal side of it, but also from the success of our email marketing. Because if people who haven't subscribed get our marketing, they can hit spam and that can be bad for the rest of our email sending, can't it? Yeah, definitely. So you've got to, and that's, I guess a lot of that comes down to how people subscribe to your list but also the content that you're sending out obviously if somebody subscribed to your list you want to make sure that you give them the information that they're wanting to receive so that's really important is making sure that you know your audience you know who you're emailing to and you know the kind of content that they want and secondly is that you're not 
you're not blasting um, an email every single day to absolutely everybody in your list. That's an absolute no-no because it harms your deliverability. It go, it can go into spam and, and things like that. And also then it, it increases your unsubscription rate. So that definitely does more harm than it does good. And we, we've mentioned getting people subscribed to your list quite blithely. Many of the audience may go, but how, but how do I do that? So let's cover off the online and the offline routes, because I mm -hmm. think that's probably the two biggest ones people are using. So how, how would you go about getting people onto our list who are finding our business online? Having people, getting people to just subscribe to your list. So you can have things like pop-up forms on your website, um, making it really easy and really clear on your homepage you know, there's a, an opt-in button for people to subscribe to your list and making sure that you tell people, you know, what it is that you're going to share with them. Secondly, you can add incentives to increase your subscription rate as well. So if you're a product company, like an e-commerce business, you might have 15% off. You'll see that a lot when you go onto um, different websites. But then if you're a, a service-based business, you might offer something like a free a free guide, like a free nutrition guide if you're a gym and people can put in their email address and give you their details that way. You can also run promotions and competitions. So I would be mindful here of where you share the this kind of information because if you're running, say, I don't know, paid traffic, Facebook ads to it, just be mindful of who you're targeting because that can get a lot of spammy signups but I have also seen it work really well too but it's just to be mindful of that and then in the offline sense um, mm -hmm. it's a bit more weirdly it's a bit more complicated getting email signups offline so if someone's got I don't know a market stall or a restaurant how would they go about capturing the email addresses of their customers yeah so in the so offline you can always if, if you've got a market stall or something like that you can you just have to make sure that you have their permission. So you can share, if you have a business card, you can have a link on there, for example, that sends them to your website or sends them to um, a page that specifically has the, um, well, if it is, say, an offer or competition, then you specifically send them to a landing page for that specific offer or just to your website, as I said before. But the goal for offline is to get them online so you want to get them to somewhere that they can enter their details similarly in a restaurant i've been i've had an ipad pass around before i don't know if you've ever received that where you can put yeah. in your yeah put in your details to get maybe even like 10 percent off your next meal to put in your email address so there's you just got to be a bit more creative offline but yeah, the goal is still to get them online and into your email database. Yeah, it's always a bit weird when you get past an iPad, but <laughs> it definitely means the customer does the work of inputting the email address rather than you having a load of postcards at the end of the week yeah. with hand scroll across them. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about, about getting those people on our list. We've talked about the type of tools we should be using, but of course, it doesn't really matter how many people we have on our list unless we're sending them good quality content. So for, a, for an early stage startup, how do they develop their sending strategy, their content strategy for email to make the best use of their time, but also to bring in those sales? A strategy, so it's really important that you, you understand exactly, you've got to define your goals of what you want your email marketing to, to do, essentially. So is it, you know, again, if you're a product business, is it to generate more sales or is it to get more people to your website? Do you just want to build a relationship if it's, uh, you know, a current customer base? So you really have to do that first in order for you to kind of build out your your strategy. 
next you want to understand exactly what your customer wants to to know and hear about really and it's kind of putting yourself in your customer's shoes instead of just you know I want to send this information out or I want to send this promotion um it's understanding what they want to know from you and there are there are a lot of different ways to do that so something that we do at Ping Leopard I specifically do myself for my own content is to put a calendar together for the next for the upcoming six months and I do this with our social media posting as well. So it kind of goes hand in hand with your social um, and email marketing. And I plot out once a week a a subject or a topic. And the way that I get those is from either asking customers or, or noting down whenever we speak to customers or our, our clients, essentially questions that they might have, things that they ask the team on a regular basis. There are amazing tools like Answer the Public, where you can put in a topic so I could put in a topic about email marketing if I wanted to tell my audience about email marketing for example and I can uh, find a load of questions that people always ask and want to know that's a really great one to to find your topics and then you can also plot certain things like key dates such as Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day they're often really good ones for to run promotional activity around because you kind of have an excuse to, to run a promotion around those dates so Putting, gathering all of your ideas, um, I normally write them all out because once you're on an, a bit of a roll with ideas and jotting things down, I think I find that more and more ideas come to you. So it's kind of good to do that at one go. Plot it in your calendar and then once a week you've got that topic that you can then send out, you know, the email. Um, and then basically from there, you just have to understand and read the data and find what people enjoy and find what content they're um, engaging with and then you can continue to build out a more robust calendar based off of that and it's it's really important that we're not just sending promotional emails isn't it especially with how marketing's changed over the last 12 18 months mm-hmm. we need to be doing some story some content something a bit more than just we're selling this we're selling this we're selling this we've got a discount we're selling this yeah absolutely there's definitely a need for for promotional activity, of course, but I'd say sort of maybe four to six weeks. Some people say six weeks is a sweet spot for sending out kind of a promotion or if, it, if it's an offer or if you're running a big sale, then to, to do that sort of every, uh, yeah, I'd say four to six weeks. Um, and then the rest of the time you're giving them education, you're telling about your story, your brand, you're, again, we're giving them whatever it is that they, you know, they want to hear from you that's useful to them. That's, you know, that's really important. That's why they signed up to your list in the first place, not to be sold to. And you mentioned about spending that time coming up with lots of ideas, using the tools like Answer the Public to find the questions your customers actually want to have answered because it's a great thing to be putting into your emails and then spreading that out over six months so as you're not doing all, all of it in one go because it's it's quite important not to put multiple things into one email to keep it quite on message from the subject line right the way through so it's a it's a a kind of like a single topic per email is that the right way to go at the moment yeah definitely I think keeping keeping your emails concise short and concise and to the point well I say short they don't necessarily have to be short as it completely depends again on you know, your customer and what they want to hear. I signed up to a marketing expert myself and I get his emails every single week. And some of them are really long form copy, which is fine because that's, I enjoy. And I often read um, 
all the way through. But I think definitely starting out, I'd make sure that you keep to a single subject, you keep it really short, concise, and just get to the point of the message. So there you go, guys. You don't have to put all your ideas in the first email you send. <laughs> Spread them out over time. And of course, once we're spreading those out over time, we can start to see what messages our audience are responding to. So what are the key metrics we should be looking at to assess our email marketing? Yeah, it's, it's so important. As that's one of the beauties of email marketing is the data that you can get back to understand the behavior of your, of your audience, of your database. So I'd say the main metrics are the kind of basic ones are your open rate um, and your click-through rates. And then the kind of next best metric really is depending on what your goals were. So if it was to drive traffic to your website, you can, or on a specific sort of landing page or something like that, you can see exactly how much traffic you sent to your website. Again, a lot of the work that we do is with e-commerce businesses. So a ma massive one there is on the revenue. So that's a, a vital kind of metric that we look at. But I'd say 100% is, is click-through rates and open rates and understanding what the benchmarks are for your industry to see if you're performing above or below benchmark to see where you can improve. And then, of course, the next time you sit down for that six six monthly planning session, you can feed that in and, and do more of what they're liking and less of what they're not responding to so much. Is it how many different content types is it worth us trialing or are you seeing work? You know, because we've got like we've, we've talked about the offer. We talked about the story. We've talked about answering a question. Are there any other content types that you're finding are working for people at the moment that we might want to chuck into that mix? So again, it really, really varies on, on each business, but we find, we often find sending out blog articles work that have, that obviously send people through to your website, which is a win-win because you're getting the traffic through to your site, but they are often a bit, they're longer form. So you can tell the short, the shorter version in the email. And if someone's interested, they can obviously then click through and read the entire blog post. Also, we find, again, in the kind of fashion world, we find style guides what work, uh, works really well and, and what's on trend. So I'd say predominantly, well, I guess they do fall under that kind of educational piece um, as well, but it does completely vary from business to business. So Laura, given it's so variable, depending on the customer and so forth, is it worth you know, having a second Gmail account where you sign up to some of your competitors or other people in your sector to, to, to look, obviously we're not going to copy them, but to get some ideas. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think no matter what area of marketing you're in, you're always looking at other brands for inspiration. And as you say, not to, to copy or plagiarize or anything like that, but it's, you know, that's where it sparks the, um, can spark your ideas. So I, Again, in the world that we're in, I've got so many different marketing subscriptions and so many different um, email, uh, email subscriptions for e-commerce companies as well. So when it was Black Friday, I was absolutely bombarded with all these offers and promotions. But we're always sharing it between, between the team and, and just kind of picking apart, like, why does that look like it works? What part of the design looks good? what made me click on the um, the subject line. So yeah, definitely advise in your niche, having, having a look at what competitors are doing. And even other brands that aren't competitors because you can gain so many ideas from that too. Okay, I'm now going to ask you the most annoying question in email marketing, which is, 
How many emails should we send a week or a month to our customers? <laughs> I thought that question was coming. So, yeah, frequency is really important. I would say that you really just don't want to overwhelm your database at all. It's really tempting to email everybody all the time. And again, an annoying answer here, but it does it does depend and it's definitely you definitely need to get that feedback from your from the data. But I would say starting out, you could email once a week, potentially once a fortnight, and just get that data back to see, are your open rates good? Are your click rates good? Are you getting good engagement? And then if you are emailing out, say, once a week and you find that, you know, people are liking and engaging with your content, that you can then, you know, up it potentially twice a week. But that does depend on your business Um, and if you have enough to talk about and if you even want to be emailing out twice a week I think the most important part with anything in marketing is that you're actually sending good quality content and it's not necessarily of course the intricacies matter of what time of day should I send and how many should, should I send it's like with Instagram like how many times a day should I post and what time but what really matters is that you're sending really good quality content that you're your database wants them will react to and then as I say dig into the data and see I actually saw a stat that very few people want to be emailed once a day so less than 15 percent although I thought that was actually quite a high number <laughs> I don't want to be emailed every day but at least monthly and at least weekly were kind of the preferred numbers so I'd say 100 percent start there yeah and, and like you say go after the data to see where it should be and factor into that how much time it takes you to do it because Mm. in startup land it's always where can my time be best spent but you want to keep some regularity in your email marketing too now laura we've left till the end one of the most important parts of email marketing which is the subject line probably the biggest driver of success in email so have you got any tips for us on constructing good subject lines yeah so of course the the subject line is well, the job of the subject line is to entice people um, in and to open your email. So, so without that, you kind of nobody's seeing your content or performing the actions that you want them to. So, it is really vital. But it's really again about thinking about your audience, thinking about what make it what makes them tick, and using language that appeals to them. So, there are also elements where you can try urgency. So, you can try things like it's your last chance to save twenty percent off. But you can also try things like curiosity. So have you seen our latest arrivals or something that really piques their interest? So one of our one of our clients we actually tested, he's a, the CEO, but he's also an influencer for his brand. It's a climbing brand. And we know that his audience absolutely loves everything that he does. He says, jump, they say, how high? So we tried, um, his name is, isn't Sean, but we'll just say Sean to protect his identity. But we put Sean's top picks and we had a 70% Oprah rate, which was wild compared to a 30% benchmark, but that was just because we knew that they loved everything about him and we knew the audience so deeply. So I'd say really spend time thinking about your subject line because it does matter. That took about an hour for us to kind of think and craft and put together. And I'm not saying you need to spend an hour thinking about every single one, but it is obviously the the most vital element. But a couple of other things I'd say, keep it keep them short and snappy as well. Make sure that they're optimized for mobile. So under 50 characters, because most people open emails on their phones, they want to make sure that they can read that entire subject line and also make use of the preview. It's almost like a second a second step and your chance to 
to get somebody to really be interested in what you've got to say and to open your email. So, but again, key is the test, <laughs> the annoying four-letter word of testing, but to, you know, to see what really does work for you. And you'll gather that data, you'll gather the momentum and and find subject lines that do work for you. Yeah, and no, congrats on that 70% open rate. That is Wow, that's humbling. <laughs> it's phenomenal and it's humbling. Thank um, you. So, Laura, we've covered an awful lot in this episode. What is the key thing you want the listeners to take away from this as they start their email marketing journey? I think the key thing really is just to get started and just don't wait for everything to be perfect. Find the software that works for you, some of the ones that we we mentioned earlier, a, a free software if you're just starting out. Start to build your list in some of the ways that we discussed and just start start putting those topics together and emailing out just once a week. Just keep it short and simple, but just don't procrastinate. Ironically enough, with Pink Leopard, it was something that we kind of only just started this year with our email marketing journey, even though we do it for our clients. We're not so good at doing things for ourselves, but I started to use MailChimp. I just got my topics, as I'd said to, you know, shared with you earlier. And then just literally once a week, I've been sending out a short, simple email um, that's gathered momentum and, and it's kind of been a game changer. So I definitely urge you to get started. Excellent. Yeah, that is it, isn't it? Until you start, you don't start actually learning either how to do it or what's going to be working. Well, look, um, Laura, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know how they can find you and your business on the web, please? Yeah, sure. So um, you can find um, our website, which is www.pinkleopard.co.uk not to be confused with Pink Panther, as everybody calls us. Um, and also we share lots of tips about email marketing and, and social media marketing, but on our channel, in, on Instagram, Facebook, and also TikTok, which is just Pink Leopard, you'll find us there. And also my LinkedIn personally is Laura Hanlon. Feel free to connect with me there. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about email marketing in your business. Oh, what a wonderful offer. Thank you very much for that, Laura. And thank you so much for coming on and giving us the ins and outs of getting started with email marketing. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been great being here. Loads of great advice there from Laura, an excellent guest. For me, the key points to take away if you're doing email for the first time are, first off, get some specialist email marketing software. Even Mail MailChimp is brilliant. Many a business gets quite sizable just using MailChimp. So this doesn't have to cost you much, but it's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to improve your performance and it's going to give you those results you need to improve your marketing email marketing activity further down the line. I think Laura's point on planning out your content in advance is crucial. It then, even if you're having a day where you're like, I've got no, no inspirational energy at all, you can look at that calendar and go, oh, I'm supposed to be writing about how we came up with a business idea this week. And then that's what you're going to write. Or I'm doing a 20% offer for Valentine's Day. That's what you're going to write. It makes life a lot easier if you've got that um, structure in place. And as she said, you can duplicate that for your social media too. And then I think something which ran through the whole interview was how you can duplicate your marketing activity between channels. So she talked about duplicating the content calendar for your email and your social media and about reusing your blog content for your emails. And of course, as you create the emails, over time, you can reuse them again and send them out again when you find the ones that work, maybe with a couple of tweaks, but you can maybe just changing the subject line, but you can send them out again. 
So there's lots of ways to create kind of economies of scale with this activity. We covered a lot of ground. So to help you, you can find the summary notes for the episode and links to more free resources by visiting startupdonuts.co.uk forward slash podcast. And that's donuts spelt D-O-N-U-T. This whole series exists to help you complete key tasks and negotiate challenges when setting up and growing your new business. So next up, we're going to be covering high growth businesses and how to scale them. So if you're looking to grow your new business fast, super fast, you really must listen to our next episode. If you're enjoying the whole series, picking up valuable tips, please spread the word to others you know who are setting up a business or thinking about it. Be sure to sign up to the Donut Weekly newsletter for free startup news, advice and special offers to help your new business succeed. You will find the newsletter sign up at www.startupdonuts.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Thank you to Dell Technologies for making this whole series possible. And don't forget to join the Dell for Startups program for more exclusive benefits and valuable resources details coming up now did you know you can get even more out of startup donuts with new exclusive benefits from dell technologies dell for startups provides key solutions to help set up your startup for success including exclusive member pricing and a dedicated technology advisor who will get to know the needs and goals of your business advisors will deliver customized scalable solutions for rapid tech enablement with top business class pcs and accessories Join now for valuable resources that will help your business get growing. Visit dell.com forward slash UK startups to join today.